We'll see if anybody else got really scared. I, I got scared because I didn't have the lamp and doing the dark rooms while the in uh, pod while the Halloween music plays just makes it very scary. I was wa- really worried that they added, you know, Michael Myers and he was going to come in and, and attack, you know, Link. All right, great. Let's go. <laughs> <That was a laughs> re- <laughs> oh, man. Talk about an awkward pause. Oh, man. That was good. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so we've, we've been trying to just put, you know, if we have a pause, we just, uh, you know, pick up wherever we left off, let the other person go, and not, you know, I can just kind of snip little pauses out when I'm editing, but man, that one was just way too long. <laughs> It was like the podcast was over for a second. Yeah, I was like, okay, I guess that's it for this week. See you guys next time. Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Axiel. And I'm Herfie Durfee. And this is a very special episode of Go Mode, a Link to the Past randomizer podcast. If it's a very special episode, Tim, does that mean there's a big life lesson for all of our viewers out or I guess listeners out there? This is Go Mode. There are always lessons for our listeners out there. Because <laughs> we're, we're just educational like that. But no, we, we actually do have a, a little bit of... <clears throat> we want to kind of switch it up a little bit this week due to some scheduling conflicts and... Um, things like that just kind of going on in our lives. Um, we don't want to miss an episode, but we're also not going to be able to record at our normal time. So what we decided to do was get together and just do some housekeeping and just kind of have some fun in this episode. Um, we're not really going to talk a whole, a whole lot about news, but we've got uh, for the beginning of the episode some quizzes. We're going to be uh, testing one another's knowledge here um, at the beginning. And uh, after that, we're going to handle some listener questions. Uh, As I mentioned in the last episode, we got quite a few of them, so we want to handle all of those. Um, I've got uh, a couple of uh, extra questions on top of those. So yeah, it's going to be pretty casual. We're just going to kind of, you know, look at each of these things and uh, address each one of them. I'm super excited to uh, just totally wipe the floor with both of these fools um, (laughs) when we get to our our, uh, quizzes here. So Yeah, we'll see um, about that. (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah what do you guys say are you ready to start the first quiz sure uh, yeah i've made an amazing one that is going to knock your proverbial socks off okay all right um <clears throat> actually <clears throat> hang on to that for one second we have already done one of these that's kind of one of the reasons that we decided we felt comfortable about doing this is we actually had a user send in a quiz uh before our last episode by the name of Virtua Cat. Shout out to Virtua Cat, and uh, we were a little anxious about it, but we decided to give it a try. And so I'm going to put the audio from that actually uh, down here, and then once that's finished, we'll, we'll get back to our games. We're going to try this. Uh, no promises here, but we, we had a listener, uh, Virtua Cat, submit a quiz, and uh, they sent that to me, uh, a question for the two of you, and I have a list of answers. Oh, and boy. I was thinking maybe oh, we man. could kind of go back and forth between the two of you. You name something on this list, and we kind of go back and forth. And the first person who 
is unable to come up with uh, an item on this list is um, is is not the winner of this uh, this game. So, what do you guys think about giving that a try? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I I'll probably do horribly and embarrass myself terribly in front of hundreds <laughs> of people, but sure. Oh man, that that attitude going in though. You gotta <laughs> you gotta have some confidence. Okay, I I will I'll be honest. I think it's sort of tough, but let's let's see what happens. You know, let's just let's have a little fun with it. Let's All right, let's do it. Okay, uh, this is the Virtua Cat Trivia Rally. I want you guys to tell me first of all who's gonna go first. Maybe you should flip a coin real quick or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any. Why don't you pick? You pick. Tim, yeah, you I don't have any coins. Okay. You know what? This is a podcast about randomizer. I can't pick it. It has to be random. So let me just go to coin flip. <laughs> oh, we got that on our. Uh... Oh yeah, on our new bot. Yeah, our new Discord yeah, bot. On our Discord bot. Consider this an advertisement for our fancy Discord with a fancy bot. You can play all kinds of fun games with it, and uh, one of them is flipping coins. So I'm just covering some air right now, and... Uh, no, yeah, her, yeah, her just did it. Okay. All right, there we go. Uh, but nobody oh, picked... We, we, nobody <laughs> picked... Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Tails never fails. I'll go Tails. Okay, sounds good. Okay, Tim, you have to run the command. Oh, All okay. Right, I will. Right. Pretend I am getting a quarter out of my pocket right now. Ka-ching! Shining it, and I flipped it. Heads. Oh, Herf man, wins. Is rigged. Okay, so well, no, <laughs> Herf goes first. That's actually going to be good because there, this is a long list, but we'll see. We'll see if you can guess things on it. Okay, what I want to know from you guys: name enemies that appear in both the light world and the dark world. Jesus. All right, Herf, go. Uh, Zoras. Don't have that on this list. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, so does that I, mean her flutes is on the no, first one? No, 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 no. Try again. <laughs> no, try again. There's, there's no wrong guesses. It's more if you can't think of one. So, man, are there enemies that appear both in the light and the dark world? There's. Yeah, how many See, are there? There's fifteen. See, 15? 15? Yeah. That can't be right. Oh, God. <laughs> Does this oh, count like sprite changes? It doesn't even count that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, like they're, they're grouped uh, together like this color and that color. So. Octorox? Um, no. I uh, obviously have no idea. <laughs> All right. Um, murder birds? No. They're only Dark World. No, but you've got the the crows. They're they're the same thing in the <laughs> that's in the, the light that's world. That's what I'm asking you though. Is like what is identical? Oh, like they don't even switch sprites. Right, exactly. Oh, I um, everything switched sprites in the dark world. God, yeah, I thought so too. Oh, what about those little jelly things with the eyes that come out of the ground? Uh, which which one are you the talking blobs? about? The blobs. The the ones that come in ice palace. Aren't those in the light and dark world? Oh, um, the jellies. That also split up. Well, the the jellyfish, yes, that is one of them. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right. We uh, the the <laughs> we beetles, the crystal beetles, the ones that have the red and blue heads. Yes, that's one of them. All right, we'll ignore all those wrong guesses. So we both are at one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. 
Oh man, what's in the dungeons? I think it has to be dungeon enemies, right? Because all the overworld there are, enemies I will change. Say, I will say sure. there are a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of dungeon dungeon enemies. Yeah, okay. So, let's see. What's in the light world dungeon? Mini Moldorms? Yes, correct. That's one. Yay. All right. Yes. Igors. Um, yes. Uh, the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, mimics, maybe? Yes, that's yes. right. Wait, where are there mimics in the light world? In Mimic Cave? Oh, Mimic Cave. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of tricky. It's almost a, a part of Dark World in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah, but, um, yeah absolutely. Oh, boy. You guys are doing better than I did already. Uh, Landmola. Yeah, yeah. I guess that also counts the normal Moldorm then? Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm going to give you that one because it's separate. I guess it's a boss and not really. Well, I guess it's an enemy. Yeah. It's an enemy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if Axe gets Lamelus, you get Moldorm. Absolutely. Which which means I can go and do Armos. You sure can. Boy, I feel really cheap doing that, but. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just go Aga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you would oh, say that. Boy. I was really no, hoping you would say oh, that. Oh, so God. You guys are doing really good, actually. I'm really proud of you. Um, yeah, I'll... I'm shocked we're this far. Uh, There's six more. Six more. Oh, those... Uh, so I don't know what they're called, but they're like the hopping spiders on Death Mountain. The and, uh, oh, tectites. Yeah, tectites. No. So if you kill Aga... No, don't don't they show up if you <laughs> kill Aga? Uh, no. Oh. How about oh man, I just thought of one and oh uh, the stealthos, the skeletons. Yep, that's one. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess um, I mean it wasn't your turn, but I guess you just kind of win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to uh, hear the rest of them? Yes, I, I kind of do. So the first one that I thought of was popos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought they all turn into room. those green tentacle things. Yeah. Well, no, that well, but there are popos in both like mm -hmm. and Dark World. Yeah, so, they totally yeah. are. Um, anti fairies. Nah. Oh, I don't even think cheated? of those as an enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the enemy that we mentioned earlier in Dark Maze, Kodongos. Oh yeah, those are in Hera and Pod. Um, the eyeball bats that are in Thieves Town and also Aga Tower. Yeah, I was thinking of oh, those. Wow. I wasn't sure. I didn't think of those either. Yeah, it's it's it, you would think they would be squarely you know in the dark world, but there there are a few of those in Aga Tower, which is really weird actually. Um, and then the last one, which is kind of BS in my opinion, uh, the flying tiles. No, oh, okay. whatever. <laughs> those definitely knows don't count. count. Yeah, okay, yeah. virtual cat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, uh, that was fun. That was fun. We maybe well, we was can, it fun? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was more fun than I thought at first. I, we I, really, I, yeah. we really didn't get it but i was nervous I at first I, I truly was but yeah i'm like i said i'm proud of you guys you did you did way better than me boy that all was right fun but yeah wasn't that so funny just just those guys are so funny <sighs> we did get more than i really expected us to i have to admit i didn't expect us to do that well especially at the beginning we were really struggling <laughs> yeah we started doing I'll, better i said it before yeah um, I was proud of you guys. I was proud of you guys, and I am proud of you guys. And uh, yeah, I I thought I thought it went pretty well. So well, in fact, let's do some more. 
So we haven't really talked about this yet, exactly how, how we want to do this. But what we did was each of us uh, had an assignment to come up with a quiz for the other two. So I kind of just went because of that, you know, uh, one that we just listened to. Uh, so who wants to go next? Me, 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 me. Okay. All right. Take All it right. away. So, folks, uh, here is how I structure my quiz. Uh, I've got five questions, a bonus round, and an extra super secret double bonus round if things are tied or, you know, we just want to do it. Um, <clears throat> okay. The way this is going to work is the questions are all centered around items and probabilities because I am the, uh, the math nerd of the group. So each question I'm going to ask you and... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll see how this goes, and I've written down the answers, so after each question, if nobody got it right, uh, I will explain. Hopefully we can also use this to spur some discussion and uh, debate around some of these. So with that, all right, gentlemen, get your pencils out, because your teacher has got question number one. How often? I, wait, Whoop, oh. I have so many. Wait, <laughs> you gotta stop. I have so many questions. What? So, how, are we buzzing in? You you mentioned something. Nope, about you pencils. both are gonna are have a chance to down? answer, and then I will tell you who is right. Uh, we're gonna go prices right rules in the event okay. that the answer is a number. So if you are right. over, you're wrong. Okay, okay, so we're writing down the number, but we're not telling it no, to you no, until no, the end. No, 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 no. You you can just verbally tell. Me. I guess just shout it out. Just shout it out. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm in America and Herf's in Germany, so I'm I'm liking my odds here. I think my voice is gonna reach you just a little bit sooner. Uh, unfair advantages already. What is this? Uh, okay, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so first question. This is an easy one. How often is some is a required item on the left side of swamp? That is, in what percent of you know, overall seeds that you play, are you going to find something on left side swamp? I'm going to say right away that I'll probably be guessing most of these at best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, do you have to have, have a percentage? Can I yep. give you a fraction? A fraction translates into a percentage eventually. So, Well, you know, if you know how to do those, it does. Because <laughs> um, I guess what I want to say is I'm going to say 35%. That's my that's Okay, my so Tim says 35. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to say 33. And I thought of that uh... before Tim said his answer. <laughs> that's so lame. Um, no, I'm well... just no it's, I think we're both on the same page here. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear your reason. Okay. Um, so do you guys want to explain or do you want me to give you the answer? Uh, my explanation is only that it's a gut feeling. I'm purely choosing a gut feeling here. I have no, absolutely no idea. And I, it feels like it's about a third of the time I'll need something on the left side of Swamp. I respect I respect that a lot. Uh, I'm, there's going to be a lot of gut feelings, I think, mm -hmm. on, this, on this episode. Um, for me, I was trying to think. I know that there's six items. Um, the compass, the map, and the big key. So that puts us at nine... So I was thinking there's two over there, but one of them could be the big key. So I was kind of trying to make sense of that. I was trying to get like a two out of nine or three out of nine. And then I just kind of bumped it up a little bit at the end. And that, that put me around that 35. 
don't right. know why I bumped it up at the end, but that's that was part of it for some reason. All right. So so again, the question is how how often is something required on left side swamp? Meaning to beat the seed, you need to go to left side to get this item, and the answer is about twelve percent of the time. Uh, each chest independently oh, wow. is about six percent. So you add those two up, and it's about about twelve. Uh, and this is going to account for cases too where there's something in the big key chest and the big keys in one of those. So uh, just a little more than one in 10 times are you gonna actually need to go left side, which is why folks oh, wow. out there, you should not go left side unless you have to. Yeah, Gemma's gonna be happy to hear that. <laughs> We're getting a head start on our uh, Swamp Palace episode. All right, so I'm gonna give that one to Herf because Herf had yeah, the lower, lower answer. So that's one point for Herf. Nothing for Tim so far, but more questions to go. All right, question number two. We both went over, so if we're well, going to price this right rules, but you oh, know. that's true, that's true. Okay, so no points, no points, no points. You're right. Why do you just talk yourself out of a point, dude? <laughs> because I already chose man. an answer that was kind of you know crappy. You did the thirty-five, I did the thirty-three. I mean, you know, I did think of it before you answered, but still, it feels it's got to be fair, right? Okay, well, hey, I'm not going to argue with you. All right. Question two, and this one does not require numbers, so this will be a little easier. Um, and it's a two-part question. You uh, say so that. We just talked about going through pod. So, uh, part one. What chest is the best chest to skip in pod? That is, the chest that is least likely to have a required item. And what is the best chest to skip in Ice Palace? Um, do you want to go I'll first? Go, I'll go, yeah, I'll go first this time. Wait, you went first the last time. I don't want this to be another Herfy chooses a <laughs> answer because oh, of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm right. going first. Please. Okay, so for Pod. <laughs> for pod. But you don't have to tell your reasoning necessarily yet. Yeah, I will tell my reasoning, but it's. I okay. think this is a gut, another kind of gut feeling question for me at least. Anyway, I think in Pod it's probably the vanilla big key chest. And uh, for Ice Palace, hmm, I'll have to think about that a little bit. Which one is the best to skip in Ice Palace? Oh man, what do people usually skip in Ice Palace? Does the big chest count into this? Yep, the big chest counts as a chest. Okay. Um, man. I really don't know, to be honest. I just I have to guess on this one, and I'm I'm gonna guess the big chest. Okay, so that is Herf saying the big key chest in Pod, and the big chest in Ice Palace. Mm-hmm. How about you, Temp? Well, uh, looks like we've got another one of these situations on our hands. <laughs> that is exactly what I would say too. But, uh, but just like Herb said, I mean, I, I reached that independently. Yeah, and, you know, it's we, just going to happen. Ju- yeah, I mean, we just talked about pod and, you know, I was, I mean, I frankly, I learned a lot when we recorded that episode, um, which is one of the reasons I started this whole podcast, uh, just in case anyone didn't know that. Um, I learned, I mean, it seemed like you guys were really adamant about like the big key chest doesn't usually have a lot. And, and so I'm, th- it was either that or harmless hell way. So I guess I'll say Harmless Hellway just for the sake of, you know, having a different answer. Because um, that's another one where you can spend a key to get a key. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as far as Ice Palace, 
I, I would definitely say the big chest just because it seems the less likely to have something important in it since you have to, you know, first find the big key. And as we know, it's it's certainly possible to beat that dungeon without the big key. Not that that would factor into the logic. I just think it's going to be more likely to be skipped because of that. So that that's my answer for that one. And if we tie, then we just tie because I right. don't even know what else to pick. So unfortunately, this is going to be one where neither one of you get a point again, although you were very close on palace of darkness so the big key chest has a required progression item about 5.7 percent of the time which is good for second worst check in pod uh, and this is really surprising to me but the worst check in pod is actually the chest in the arena on the ledge uh, it only has a required item 5.5 percent of the time that's huh. interesting yeah yeah so can you how do you know this so this is based on the uh the V29 stat distribution that I have uh, I've gotten a hold of. Um, so basically somebody, uh, they went through and they played and simulated, I think, something like 10,000, 20,000, a whole lot of seeds, and then analyzed where the items fell and made a, a very nice uh, spreadsheet about uh, where everything's at. Um, and we can uh, provide a link to that if, uh, if people would be interested in it. But uh, in regards to Hellway, and this is also surprising to me, uh, in terms of having a required item, uh, that is all, that is actually a pretty likely one. Uh, 7.39% of seeds have a required item in Harmless Hellway. Uh, that is good for second best in pod. That now, is really surprising. That, hmm. now, again, What's the, the first one? Uh, first one is the compass chest at 7.9%. Now, again, that's an individual chest, so this doesn't count the fact that Dark Maze, for example, if you add up all of Dark Maze, you have a 28% chance of finding something there. that uh, uh, Dark Maze and Dark Basement, uh, so the Dark Rooms, have a 28% chance of having a required item. But uh, in terms of individual chests, Compass Chest is the best. Huh. All well, right. I don't mind... I don't mind having to lose if it means I get to get so so well educated. Yeah, <laughs> and and as for Ice Palace, uh, both of you guessing the big chest. Uh, big chest is right in the middle. There are you know a total of of eight chests to open, and uh, big chest ranks as number four, uh, most likely to have a required progression item at five point two percent. The most likely to not have a required progression item was the big key chest at 4.36%. Mm. Um, now, I think, you know, we're just talking the stats here. I'm not advocating that people go out there and skip the big key chest or skip the arena ledge. Uh, just a, a an interesting quirk of the system that that is... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've been burned too many times to be skipping chests like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not, not going to do that. But. Yeah, I think everyone knows how that goes. All right, so this one is a, uh, a multiple-choice question, so there's a 50% a chance you're going to get it right. So, Yay. all right, all <laughs> else being equal, are you more likely to find a, a required progression item in Pendant Turtle Rock or in Pendant Mire? Um, well, okay, so this is obviously, like you said, 50-50% chance. I feel like maybe we should both type our answers into the discord and hit enter at the same time or something like that you can just pm no, it to I'm... me yeah that could work okay yeah let's do that let's just uh, dm the answer and then we can explain our reasoning behind it okay all right i have sent mine hang on okay 
Alright, so I've read both the PMs and both of uh, my valiant co-hosts have gotten it right. Uh, Turtle Rock is nice. the correct answer. So Yay. Turtle Rock has a total of 12 chests that you can open. Uh, and if you sum all the probabilities of those chests, you get about a 46% chance that one of those has a required item in it. Meyer has uh, not nearly as many chests, uh, only eight chests, and that means, you know, so there's just going to be less ch less spots to check. So you only get a 27% chance that you have a required item there. And funny enough, too, even if you average, and just say an average chest in Turtle Rock or an average chest in Meyer, Turtle Rock is still going to be better. Uh, the average chest in Turtle Rock has a 3.86% chance of having a required item. Meyer is only at 337 so uh, what this basically means is if you are choosing between Pendant Turtle Rock and Pendant Mire, and, you know, assuming you can complete both of them, uh, go with TR. Even if you can't beat Trinex, it's probably still better to go with TR. Uh, if you can't beat Trinex, it only falls to about 43%. That's still pretty high. Yes. I mean, it's got... It's got more stuff, you know? Like, that was my reasoning. Like, it's just it's yeah. got more items. Yeah. That was pretty much my thought as well. Question number four. By the percentage of seeds requiring it, uh, requiring it being the, the overworld check, uh, let me rephrase. What is the single <laughs> worst? Yeah, because I confused <laughs> myself. Uh, what is the single worst overworld item check not counting the Mimic Cave by the percentage of seeds requiring it. The second worst? The single worst. So that oh, is the single worst, I'm sorry. Yeah. So it could be something like it's grouped in a chain or it's with another a couple checks, but it's individually the worst check. Mm-hmm. And I, I will actually give you guys the top three because uh, I wrote them all down. Okay, um... Who's up first on this one? I think I am. Yeah, I think I am. Uh, I'm thinking about it. And it's got to be an overworld location, yeah? Hmm. This is a tough one. What's a bad overworld check? I feel like... I think it really kind of depends. <laughs> yeah. It depends upon... And what you have at that time, but that's not what the question is asking, so that's kind of a bad way of thinking about it, but then it's just kind of guesswork, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Spectacle Rock Cave. Does that count as an overall location? Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, I'll say that. Hmm. Okay. Um... I might be misunderstanding the question, but if it's what I think it is, I'm going to go purple chest. Okay, so I'm actually going to look up the probabilities of both of those because that's not... they're not top three. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so Spectacle Rock Cave is 14.39%. That's probably pretty high. And... Purple chest is 10.42%. There are a number of checks uh, worse than that, although they are, uh, purple chest is 
a pretty pretty much a midpoint one uh spectacle rock is fairly high um mm. it's actually the uh one of the highest overworld checks in terms of the chances of having progression there um, yeah i kind of immediately regretted my answer after i said it because you usually get there pretty early on so obviously it's going to be higher yeah so but spectacle rock higher. gave it 14.39 percent is in terms of overall of all checks um it ranks 37th um the purple chest ranks while you look for that, can we can we try to get some other ones? Try to get sure. that top three. Uh, so purple chest okay. is seventy six. Um, again, I'm not including things like uh, the pendants uh, or uh, anything like that. But this is just of all the chests checks you can make in the mm-hmm. game that aren't pendants, uh, where it ranks. Okay. Well, my next guess will be floating island. Okay, so floating island is not it. Um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oop. And uh, sorry about the noise there on the search. It is uh, another one that's... Uh, it is 96th in terms of uh, checks. Okay, so we're getting but closer at, at least. But, but floating... Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way. Uh, floating Island starts to get into the uh, worst tier of overworld checks. There's only a few that are worse than that one. In fact, it is the uh, fourth worst uh, <laughs> overworld check, depending on whether you count Sarhashala as an overworld check or not. Oh, okay. Well, I think I'm okay with that answer. I, I'm not going to get closer than that, probably. Um, All right, so I, you want to uh, give a second guess? Yeah, let me, let me try one more. Um, what about uh, Spike Cave? Okay, so Spike Cave... Uh, you guys are getting much closer now. So Spike Cave ranks, um, Spike Cave ranks 85th. So hmm. there are a few check overworld checks worse than it, but it is definitely in the lower tier of overworld checks. So as to not okay, have, I give up. Tell us. Tell okay, us the top so three. have to not go this. Have this continue. So the worst overall check um, is the Bombos tablet. Seven point five four five four percent of seeds have a required item at Bombos Tablet. Uh, the next worst overworld check is the Checkerboard Cave, surprisingly, at eight point two four percent. Then you mm-hmm. have Sarhashala at eight point five eight, and the Ether Tablet at eight point six nine, uh, which is just below Floating Island. So basically, the tablets and checkerboard cave are the least likely one uh, individual checks to pan out for you that's so strange i wonder how that is like so what does that mean like what can we do anything with that knowledge or is it just kind of like oh it's interesting you know so so I, i actually think you can and this is why this is something i've looked into um if you know knowing this if say for example you have the choice between doing a check of now again uh, this maybe isn't isn't the way you want to think about this entirely because you have to think about when you got items and how the seed has progressed. But you know, assuming that you know you have don't have any knowledge around that, if let's say you have a choice between doing the uh, ether tablet ch- or uh, the bombos tablet check, uh, bumper cave, and 
let's say Cave 40, um, no, not Cave 40, King's Tomb. So King's Tomb is 10.68%, Spike Cave is 9.69, and Bombos is 7.54. Now those percentages look pretty close, but on a relative term, there's a pretty big difference between a 7% chance and a 10% chance. 7% chance is only about 70% as good as the the other one, uh, the the 10% chance you have at King's Tomb. So what it says to me is that you really should mentally, when you're thinking about at least the tablets, put those pretty low in the priority of things you want to check, unless, for example, you've gotten the book and haven't used it it yet. So that's that's question four. All right, question five is very similar, but we're going to add in uh, all of the dungeons uh, because one of the dungeon item chest or one of the dungeon chests is literally the worst check in the game Uh, in fact i'll just tell you straight up it has a 0.004 percent chance of having a required item to finish the game any guesses as to which chest that is this is a dungeon chest you said it is in a dungeon um just as a reminder uh aga one and gt do count as dungeons Mm mm-hmm uh so 0.004%. Okay, so help help me out here. The what you're basically asking is it require one of the prerequisites for this, I would imagine, is it needs the most amount of items to get to it, which means it's going to be locked away more often. Is is that kind of the gist of this question? So, so it's basically think about it this way, you can think about it this way. It's going to be a chest that requires a lot of items to get to, and yeah, okay. and is probably uh, based on where it is, extremely like if you think about the items that you would need to have to get here, the items it could even be uh, to requ- become a required chest are very very minimal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I I will tell you guys what I think the item is that it has to have. And you can tell me if I'm right on this or not, but you I know think I know what it is. I, I have, yeah, I've got a guess. Is it my guess first? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it's is it me or Herf? It's you. Okay, I'm gonna say Ganon's Tower Big Chest. Ooh, nice. Um, Herf. I, you know, honestly, I was gonna say that until you said you were gonna tell us the item that it. That you think it has to be, and we can tell you if you're right or not. Okay. So uh, that deterred me from that answer, but I haven't quite figured out what my answer is going to be instead. Would you like to know what item I think it has to be? Sure. Okay. Th- no, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not fair. Um. <laughs> so no, I want Herf to guess, and then you, and then you. All right, all right, Herf, you guess, and then I'll say the item. Yeah, and I'll say I, what I, it is. I can see that. Okay, um, that means I have to think about it for a little bit. So this might take a little while. I I, I agree with you though, Herf. Now, now that I've said that, I mean, obviously he didn't say like, yeah, that was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I now the more I think about it, I I almost wish I could change my answer. But no, I'm I mean, obviously I'll leave it where it is. Torches and stuff don't count as chests, right? Uh, they do. Oh, they, they do. do? Okay. Then I'm going to say GT Torch. All right. So 
uh, both you guys were on the right track. It is in GT. And honestly, this is what really surprised me when I saw it. It is the Moldworm chest. And I think the item it has Validation to have chest. is the Master Sword. Because you can get all the way up to there mm -hmm. without the Master Sword, but you need the Master mm -hmm. Sword to hurt Ganon. Yeah, no, that's that's where I was going with it. Basically, when when I realized that you could pretty much get all the way there, it's gonna it's gonna be the last chest. Like I should have known it was the very yep. last check in the entire yeah, game. Makes sense. You know? Makes yeah. total sense if you think so, about it that way. Yeah. So I mean, you can have a situation yeah. where let's say that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't think anyone will ever play the seed that has that happen because you also need all of the other swords to be locked away somewhere else. <laughs> um, you know, oh, um, you know that could also be silvers, right? Because technically, that is part of the logic. It has to oh, be found somewhere to be able true. to be canned. Yeah, so it could be. I, then it might. Then maybe instead of master sword, it's silvers. It could be either one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think but it could it's a point, be either one. That, that makes but sense. But if it's a point oh one. I mean, yeah, I guess the actual item that's in there wouldn't necessarily change the percentage of it being something useful, would it? I don't well, it's just, so, it's just, but... the, it's only just is required. Um, is required or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it could be either one of those, I guess. But it, it couldn't be anything else because everything else you would need to get that far. Um, well, except, okay, so this is a, a weird one I just thought of. It could be the Cane of Samaria... If say silvers are on pedestal or in TR or in Mire, could it ever be something like the lamp? Um, no, because there's four dungeons that you would have to that are that have dark rooms in there's them. There's four, four mm -hmm. of them. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Right. This is kind of what I was hoping we would be yeah, talking this is about a good with one. these. That, yeah, that was a good. That was a really good. Okay. Yeah, a real so, thinker. You could you could kind of suss it out logically instead of just like oh, I don't know, you know. So I like that a lot. All right, so this is the last one, and this is going to be another Price is Right, um, but I'm going to list off. Right. Uh, I think I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have nine items that, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to. What I want from you guys is approximately what percent of seeds have you have this as a required item and i'll go i'll just list all the items and we'll go item by item so it'll be cane of samaria the boots the book aga one the fire rod pedestal the uh, ganon's tower torch mushroom and the skullwoods big key I'm sorry, uh, say, say the beginning of that part one more time. So... The, that question. Yeah. How, what percent of seeds have these items as required? Because these are... There are a number of... A, a few more items, but this is a list of items that aren't always required. Uh, and it also has two checks in there, pedestal and the GT torch. Mm -hmm. So you, you want to know... The percent that all of those are would be and, required. And, no, each one individually. So for example, oh, uh, do they all have the same number? No, they're all different. But so for example, let's say you think Cana Samaria is required for ten percent of seeds, you would say ten. Uh -huh. Oh, so you're you're going to give us each one, and then we'll tell you. Yep. All right. So Cana Samaria. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I guess Herf is going to be first. Oh yeah, right. Um. 
I'm going to say 14%. Four, is that one four or four zero? One four. One, it's required in 14% of seeds. Maybe a little more than that. I don't want to go too high, you know. Okay. Let's say... Uh, I don't know. Let's say 22. Okay, 22. Mm-hmm. Temp. Uh, I'm going to say like 90. What? That is actually exactly right. It is 90%. No, that's crazy. Yeah, because, like it's rare to not be required, but it does happen sometimes. Yeah, so I, I figured like true. nine out of ten. It's, it's pretty yeah. rare, yeah. This is yep, an embarrassing this... episode for me. This is the second it's... time I'm really screwing <laughs> up. <laughs> yep, so it's no, actually this... yeah. it's ninety point two two. So Tim, that's that's one. Okay, how about the boots? Alright. You go first this time. Boots uh, I'm just gonna go in on gut this time, but I want to say I feel like that's probably gonna be like eighty percent. Like you know, four out of five seeds. I feel like I finished with the boots. Herf. Uh, I think now my twenty-two percent guess is probably not that far off. Hopefully. Okay, so twenty-two for Herf. All right, so again, I'm gonna have to give this one to Timp. It is. 81.95% of seeds require the boots. I promise I do not have this up in front of me. This is this is uh, a lot better than I thought I was going to be. I'm getting yeah. destroyed, man. <laughs> so so I was shocked by how high that was, but you think about it. So you need boots for the two tor- to get the two ledge torches. You also might need it to get into mire, and you also might need it to get into the first chest in Hookshot Cave. So that's a shockingly large number of things that you could need it for. Mm-hmm. You also need it for the lumberjacks, technically. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Lumberjacks as well. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's pretty high. Next one, the book. I don't know, Earth. man. At this rate, it's probably 95%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with 30. Okay, 30. That's actually really close to what I was going to say. Um, I, I, I was going to say 33, so I guess I'll just stick with that. All right. Uh, so it was, this is another one for Timp. It is 50.25% of seeds required. <laughs> oh, wow. You're making this up, Axiel. At this point, I'm not believing you anymore. That's <laughs> not uh, true. It's an elaborate well, prank will, that we're playing on her. I will post the spreadsheet, and uh, you all can see it. But, yeah, so about half of the seeds out there require the book um that's gonna be either because you need the uh uh the tablets or you need it to get into desert yeah i'm gonna assume that's mostly for getting into desert that makes sense i would i would assume so as well yeah i mean you literally just said bombo's tablet is like the least likely to have something so yep okay so next is aga one how often do you have to go through the Aga 1 fight. Is it my guess first? Mm-hmm. 33.23%? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Alright, good. So you both remember our Aga 1 episode. That's That was really the, the trick there to make sure you both uh, were paying attention. So yes, it is about a, just slightly under a third. Because it's, you know, a third is 33.33. 33. 
Yeah, it's so weird that it's not it's not thirty three point three three. You know, it's like really just a coincidence that it's a third of a time. It's not like does that make sense? Like it's not actually it's not actually a third. It just happens to be close. It's it's weird to me. Yeah, I mean, well, thirty three point two three is enough that you can round it and say a third. Yeah, but that's my point. Is it's not that like there's there's other things at play that I that I don't understand. But anyway, yeah. All right. So we're about halfway through. How often is the fire rod required? Um, that's me again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this one is also at like, let's say eighty-five percent. Okay, eighty-five. Temp. Uh, I was thinking. Um, this is just kind of gut again, and thinking of the amount of dungeons where you know you need fire rod. Obviously, Skullwoods being required i want to say like 65 percent. 65 all right herf you've gotten one right so fire rod <laughs> and this this shocked me fire rod is required in 98.33 percent of seeds what? oh wow that's crazy yeah wow that um, is not I mean, obviously, I just guessed sixty something. That I never would have thought it would be that high. Yeah, but thinking about it, so let's let's think of the ways you can need fire rod. So you need it for okay. trinex. You need it for getting yeah. into the back of skull woods. You need it for the right side of GT, uh, unless you can hover and uh, pull off that that glitch in the room where you have to light the torches. Um, so that's a uh, and you might need it for ice palace. So that is a shockingly large number of uh, of places you yeah. need it for. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, even just Skullwoods. I, I forgot about Turtle Rock when I was making that estimate, but Turtle Rock and Skullwoods, enough for both of those to be pendants. That's already, like, pretty rare, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so. And you would also need Ice Palace to either to be a pendant or have it so that Bombos gets you through. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about... Uh, Twitch chat's favorite thing to do: check the pedestal. Uh, how often do you actually need to pull something out of the pedestal? So, how often is it a pet seed? Yep. This has got to be pretty dang low because it's it's always a big deal when this happens. So, uh, certainly less than ten. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven. All right, Timp has seven. How about you, Herf? Um, I think I remember it being surprisingly high, uh, but not that high, so I'm going to say 20%. Alright, Herf at 20. So, unfortunately, by Price's Right rules, both of you are incorrect, as the pedestal is only required in 5.39% of seeds. Hmm. I I clearly remember wrong. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's, explain why you don't see it so often. Yeah, I mean it's rare, but not exceedingly rare. Not impossible. You know, if yeah. you, basically, if you watch twenty matches of rando, one of those should have a ped should be a pet seed. Is how you can yeah. think about it. So about or one in twenty times. Well, that one was pretty fun. Are there any more of those? I still have three more. So three more. Okay. All right. Let's go. So. The Ganon's Tower Torch. How often is there a required item there? Oh, this is me again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 
ten percent. Ten percent. Okay. How about how about you, Tim? So uh, this is not me trying to like metagame the Price is Right system, but I literally think it's like one percent. All right, Tim at one. Uh, both of those are too high. This is the, this oh. shocked me. So the GT Torch is only required in point one percent of seeds. Oh wow! <laughs> one in is that one in a thousand? Uh, yes. Wow. I've seen it happen. That's I, that's pretty yep. crazy. If you've if you've seen it happen, that's uh, you've seen something very special. Um, huh. Now, well, wasn't that one of one of the qualifiers? Yeah, wasn't that, that what yeah. happened? The boots were up there, or no? Sorry, the uh, hammer was up there. Yep. So the, again, this is wow. Yeah, how often you get there's a required item up no, there? So it was the big key. Sorry, the big key was up there. But yeah, so you had to go find the boots to be able to get it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep. So it's uh, it's very rare. But, wait, uh, wait, wait a second. So, so that also includes the times that the big key would be up there, right? I actually now this I'm not sure. It must it might not just include be, that. It, I, th- I think it doesn't include the big key. I think it's just because yeah, because that would that would be item. a much higher chance. Yeah, it's cause it's just an item was up there. So like you need let's you know you need the red cane to go right side or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, th- yeah that's, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, because right. otherwise it's it's you know the standard you know one in what is it twenty six, exactly. Yeah. You're twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, um, yeah. This is just for the, an item being there. Okay. You know. um, okay. Two more. Uh, how often is the mushroom required? Hmm, I'm up first. Uh, well, it's one. It's just one check, but it is a fetch quest, and I remember you telling me once that those are going to be a little more likely than one that's not a fetch quest, uh, but still, I think it's going to be low. I'm going to say th- 3%. 3% for Timp. How about you, Herf? Uh, I think it's going to be higher than that. I think it's going to be like 8%. 8%. All right. Herf takes that one. Mushroom is required in just a uh, a little about eleven point two two percent of seeds, uh, and Tim, hmm. your logic is right though because sometimes you will get the required item from the witch herself, and sometimes she will give you something that leads to uh, another item. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why the fetch gotcha. quests okay. are uh, are worth more than you think in absolute terms, in terms of uh, how likely they lead to something. All right, so last one, and then we'll we'll be done with this, uh, except for the double bonus secret question. Skullwood's okay. big key. How often do you need it? I'm going to go with 50%. Okay. I think it's got to be lower than that. It's uh, So basically that's asking, you know, how often is there a required item in the big chest in Skullwood's? And I think that's probably, I mean, that's just one check. So I feel like that's, I'm going to say, I'm just going to fall back to the old trusty 10 again. All right, so, and this really surprised me. Um, like, it surprised me enough that it doesn't seem right to me, but uh, 26.74% of the time, you need the Skullwood's big key. You know, I don't feel so bad about my 50% guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. I, I don't either. That seems extremely high. Um, to put in comparison, the other... 
Uh, so Swamp Palace, you only need it about 5.6% of the time. So I'm just not sure why that's so much higher. And Swamp yeah. Palace has a lot more chests total, doesn't it? Yeah. So well, that would influence that, I would yeah. assume. All right, so that, Wait, that is... Skull Woods or Swamp Palace? Skull Woods is 26.7%. The Swamp Palace is only 56 Okay, yeah, that's that's not what I would have expected. Huh? Not me either, but uh, that's... That, that is what the stats say. And All right, so the double secret bonus question so that everybody can go home a winner. Should you ever key steal in desert <laughs> obviously no yes oh wait what you sorry you said no i said no yeah you should never key steal. oh no i thought oh I, th I thought you i thought you were gonna say yes yeah no surprising right coming from me especially <laughs> uh yeah no i i'd have to take a hard pass on that too i've gone back and forth i thought about it i've done both uh i think i think i'm i'm ready to give up on on that dream <laughs> right. all right once again, this is a Go Mode approved podcast uh, stance. Do not key steal mm -hmm. in desert. And uh, that's the end of my quiz. Hopefully, that was fun for everybody. And uh, I'll that be was quiet. Fun. I'll be quiet now and see what uh, what else <laughs> we've got. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I uh, I pretty much embarrassed myself a couple of times, I think, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it was still fun. We learned a bunch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, when you get put on the spot like that, it's tough. It is. And Even I, commentators who have, yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, the reason I made that those questions is because I found all of those absolutely fascinating in terms of how likely or how unlikely it was. The book being required in half of seeds is just mind blowing to me. Like that. Yeah. No, there's no way I would have guessed that. Like that yeah, was same, but. Yeah, but you can almost you can kind of see that too. Like I, it sort of makes sense when you look at desert and you know the two other items that that it opens up. Like, I guess I can kind of see that now. You know. Yeah. So anyway, so, so maybe in the future I will pull some more of these out and we can uh, we can have some more fun with this. But for now, uh, that'll be it from uh, the items and probabilities and numbers and other fun stuff. All right. Okay, well, let's let's uh, pivot over to Herf. What do you have for us, sir? All right, so uh, I've got a little help from a couple of friends. Shout-outs to them. Uh, but I've come up with five questions for you guys. Uh, I think we're going to keep, keep it like this, where you take turns answering, and whoever gets it right uh, gets a point. Uh, we're okay. going to start out with a with a pretty simple one, I think. Uh, I hope at least. Don't mean to put you guys on the spot, but oh it's man, a bit see, of a you just put that out into the world. <laughs> yeah, now I'm it's already like, nervous. Oh boy, yeah. So, um, gentlemen, how many red rupees are in the item pool? Oh god, um, I wouldn't say this is public or uh, widespread knowledge, but it you know it comes up every now and again. Thirty. I was thinking maybe forty. You, you, you caught me red-handed. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I think for this one, uh, are we still? I guess we're still going by prices right rules, right? Sure, sure. sure. I don't okay. know. It's your game. Yeah, no. You if you're going by prices right rules, you're both over. It's twenty-eight. Exile is really close, but it's oh. only twenty-eight. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd say just give it to him. That's all right. All right, he's close enough. All right, Xie gets the first point. Now we're gonna get into questions that are a little more tricky, but uh, we'll see. So um, the question is: Which boss takes damage from the most amount of items? Is that to temper me? This is to both of you. But who's who's wait? Who went first? first. You went first. This is Uh, is gonna be me. This is gonna be me. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, takes damage from the most items. How long do I have? Because I could just sort of count through every single one of them. Uh, no, I, 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 I I'll give you 30 seconds. Okay, all right. Starting um, now. In our, okay, in our first episode, we did talk about Armos Knight, and like even the boomerang damages Armos Knight, which is pretty, pretty mind-blowing. I don't think any other enemy is damaged by the boomerang. I'm just going to go ahead. I mean, it's got it's to be Armos Knight, so that's my guess. Okay. Uh, oh man, I was thinking Armos Knights, but so that we don't have the both have the same answer. Uh, let me think about so think about this. Landmola has got bombs, hammer, fire rod, ice rod, and arrows, and sword. So I'm gonna go with Landmolas. All right, this one goes to Tim. It is indeed Armos Knights. Uh, All right, but I'm gonna give you a chance, Axe or Tim, maybe to to score a bonus point on this one. Can you tell me? Which items damage Armos? Ooh, so let's see. Boomerang. Oh, let's let's both go back and forth and, and name them. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a fun way to do it. So I started. Right. I guess I said boomerang. Okay. okay. Uh, bow. Mm-hmm. Sword. Mm-hmm. Hammer. Mm-hmm. Fire rod. Mm-hmm. Blue cane. Mm-hmm. Ice rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, red cane. Mm-hmm. One more. If you guys want a hint. No, no, no. This is this is Axe too. This I, is if, a I, tough if you one. can't think of it, then I have to have a chance to steal or something. Uh I don't feel uh, bombs? Correct. You got it. Wow. We did it. All right, very nice, guys. That was pretty impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> it was I'm pretty proud. much just every put, weapon. Put that in the one game. on the commentators' quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice. The, uh, the next one is about a boss again. Which item damages Argus himself, but not his puffs? Or which weapon, I guess? Well, which item is probably as a little hint? Which item is probably more accurate? Okay, this is to me. Uh, I'm gonna go with the blue cane. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think it's the blue cane because I'm pretty sure the blue cane damages the little puffs. But I don't know what the answer is. I guess I'm gonna guess uh, in true ALTTP fashion, the item that you get in the dungeon damages the boss. So I'm gonna say red cane. No, you both got it wrong. Unfortunately, it is the normal arrows. Oh, Whoa, that's interesting. interesting. You can yeah. kill the puffs with silvers if you want to, but the normal arrows don't damage them. That is okay. really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to know. That's one of those things I'm glad That's I just great. heard. That's great. Yeah, if you ever do a swordless seed, don't uh, don't try switching to arrows. Switch yep, to exactly, arrow. unless you got the silvers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so okay. this one kind of leads into the next question. Which enemies are killed by silvers but are immune to normal arrows? I mean, Which enemies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also there's one boss in there. I'll give you that. So, Tim, this is you. 
Mm-hmm. Is it? Yep. Uh, I'll okay. also tell you that there's five of them, including that one boss. Immune to regular arrows. That's the tough part. Is like usually yeah. anything that you can hit with an arrow, you you know, it's multiple arrows, and then silver is just one. But immune to silver. Do, do we want to back and forth this again and see if we can name all of them? I mean, that sounds good to me. But first, I have to name one, and that's mm-hmm. remains to be seen if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> um, I guess if you can name one, then you can pass it on. If Axe has one, and he can start, but you'll still have to think about one. I'll still have to think of one eventually. That, uh, yeah, I would accept those terms. Okay. Um, I, I have one. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Ganon. Correct. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> dang it! Four uh, left. Dang it! Forgot to put my thinking cap on. Um, who's the funny thing is, uh, well, I'll I'll leave a little time between before I give you a tiny, tiny little hint. Okay, uh, one of the hard hat beetles, maybe. Correct. Yes. All right, we just said this, and I don't know if it counts, but the puffs on Argus. Perfect. Very good. Oh my Two god. More. You guys suck. That was the hint that I was going to give, but I still <laughs> caught on to it all by himself. Oh my I'm god, smart. okay. Um, what about those little scrambly beetles? Little scrambly beetles? Which one Yeah, like on the falling bridge in Pod. Oh, you mean the mini Helmosaurs? Yeah, yeah, Helmosaurs. No, those are no. those take damage from arrows if you don't shoot them in the mask, I think. All right, okay. um, it's to me, Lionels. Correct, one more. Oh, nice. Well, Axe already won this, but let me see if I can try to conjure up this final one. Axe, if you can think of it, I would say just jump in, but... If you want any hints, like if they're in a dungeon or not, or if they're in the overworld or not, or if they're in a dark world or in the light world, then... Yeah, I, but, I no. could be into that. It's up to you, Axe. Yeah, no, a hit would help, because I'm... Okay. Okay, so my first hint is going to be it's a dungeon enemy. Okay. Um, is it light world or dark world? It is a dark world dungeon enemy. Okay. It's not too helpful, but at least we got a few of them eliminated. Mummies. Nope. Yes, mummies. Like, get those. Correct. You guys nice. got it. Very well nice. Done. Hooray. Okay. Take that, right. Timp. Yeah, no, that was, you earned that one. I was, I was being dumb. Very All nice those free answers. Done. I mean, the uh, Ganon answer, that, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was like your Aga answer from the game that we played before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then the like, oh no, answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, so uh, my last question has... Two answers, or there's uh, two answers to it, but there's a third answer that's like a super special hidden bonus answer that I don't think anyone's going to get, but it's in there. So, which enemies have an enemy as a guaranteed drop? So, what I mean by that is you kill the enemy and another enemy shows up instead of a drop or anything. Okay, I I think Axe is up first. So uh, is there only one, or is there... There's three answers, but one of them okay. is so obscure that I would be very surprised okay. if you get it. Alright, so I'm up first. So that red floating thing in South Shore, that when you hit it, it explodes, and all those little dudes come out. Correct, that's an octoballoon. Okay, and I'm going to say the um, 
those uh, red and blue jellies in dungeons that, uh, or, or actually, it would just be the red one, right? Because it destroy, uh, turns into two smaller ones. Mm-hmm, correct. Those are uh, the two answers that I was expecting from you guys. Oh boy! And what is the third one? And you said it's really obscure. Isn't I... there? Do you remember Axe? One of the uh, weeklies that we played. I think Virtua Cat might have put it together. Actually, uh, ironically enough, oh, the one with the bees. Or coincidentally enough, yeah, it's got bees. So, is there uh, an enemy that you kill in, under some circumstances that spawns bees? What can only spawn bees? I don't. I don't think there is that only spawns bees. Um. Hmm. I don't. I don't. Is maybe one of those? Well, I guess it wouldn't really be an enemy. One of those trees that you run into in the dark world that spit a bomb out at you. It's not. Really yeah, it's not an enemy. No, it's not that. Um. It's a, like I. I don't hold it against you at all if you don't get this because I didn't know about it until today, and it's. I don't think I would have ever tried this by myself. I mean, are we, like, even on the right track with that bee thing, or? No, it's not about bees. Okay, then, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Okay, so the answer is, you have to powder a buzz blob, then freeze the cubeman that it turns into, and then if you hammer the cubeman, another buzz blob spawns. What? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you sure that's not like a Mortal Kombat cheat code that you just described or something? Like, listen, what? listen. Look, if you put your Link of the Past game on top of your Banjo-Kazooie game, it'll let you no, go. No, listen, into... guys. My friend at the playground told me this today, okay? His uncle works at Nintendo, so yeah. he knows, all right? I trust this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. your uncle at Nintendo is, a, is an excellent source for all of these video game secrets. That is crazy. That's I, so nuts. How could we have ever known that? <laughs> Why would anyone That's ever so cool. do that? I want to see somebody do that in a race because they like need the spawn yeah. or something. I don't know. For, for we get, actually have a, forget yeah, free and the chicken. Sorry. Now somebody needs to make that the thing that uh, people have to do during their races. That's, that's <laughs> so funny. Um Cool. Those were great questions. That, that was amazing. That was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, I mean, I can't really take too much credit for it. Uh, shout out to Toyso, who helped me out a lot, and a bunch of other people who, who chipped in. But, uh, you know, it, it was good, and a few of those were kind of my own. Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was fun. Um, okay. All right. I, I got a little something for you guys. You ready? All mm-hmm. right. Okay. This game is called Bomb heart or magic oh god oh boy so i know (laughs) i already know what this is gonna be okay so i'm gonna give you the location of a guaranteed pickup in hyrule or a dungeon and and it's multiple choice (laughs) i want you to tell me what is under there is it a is it bombs is it is it a bomb is it a heart or is it some sort of magic? It could okay. be like a small or a large <laughs> fill up. Oh god. Yes. So I've got so I have eleven of them here. Oh I think this will god. go by pretty pretty quick. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna use a random number generator to see the order that they go in, because I kinda just did it in the order that I thought of them. And some of them are easy and some of them maybe you haven't picked this one up yet. So let's see. And we'll just alternate back and forth and see. Um, uh-huh. You know, who, so who who's gonna go first though? Uh, I don't know. X can go first. Oh, thanks, Herf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here is the first one. Uh, 
Desert Palace, the tile room in the, the back of Desert Palace, so the second room in the back of Desert Palace, that's a tile room. The middle right chest has a guaranteed pickup. Heart. That's right. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, nicely done. All right. That was that's a guess. one for X. All right, Herf. Mm-hmm. What is... Okay. Uh, all right. The pots outside of the Moldorm room in Tower of Hera. The pots outside... What's the Moldorm room... Or, yeah, the, the room where you fight Moldorm in Tower of Hera. The room right before that. Oh, all the pots on that floor? Those all have hearts. That's right. Yay, I paid attention to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of this. It's where you pay attention. Um, okay, next one. Uh, Axe, the three pots in Link's house. Hearts. Yep. So some of these are gimmies. Are these all hearts? You can tell. Is this how this game works? <laughs> yeah, that's also really weird that that has happened. Um, okay. RNG. Herf, get ready. Uh -huh. uh, the skull right next to Bob in Ganon's Tower. Oh, God, I should know this. I think that's also a heart. Wait, wait, wait. That's a bomb? Is that your final answer? <laughs> no, it's a heart. I'm going to go with heart. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, Axe, you have a chance to steal? Uh, bomb. It is a bomb. God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll bleep that. Um, Alright, next up. Uh, yeah, you guys are doing pretty good so far. No, no worries. Okay. Alright, check it out. Skull Woods, the back of it. It's the back of Skull Woods. The second room that has all of those pits and star switches. In the southeastern skull... The one in the bottom right, what's in it? Um, magic. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That's right. It's magic. Wow. So that room, interestingly, um, that bottom right uh, skull and the top left one both have magic, and the bottom left and the top right both have hearts. Huh. So that's kind of kind of interesting. We'll be talking about that probably pretty soon. Uh, okay. Next up, Herf. Misery Mire. The long bridge room after you go through the big key door. Uh, all the way over to the left, there's a single skull. What is under it? Oh, full magic refill. That's right. That's a very important full magic refill. Yeah, we mm -hmm. need that one very badly. Perfect. Okay, good. All right. What is the next one? Okay. Uh, there are two bushes south of South Grove that have a 50% chance of having this under it. Oh, that's easy. Bombs. That's right. We all know that one. A lot of people use that in their first uh, checks. That's, their seeds, that's my opener. So. I used to yeah. be a, a Hulihan guy. Now I'm a uh, South Shore check those two bushes guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Um, okay, next up. Um, in oh this is this is a this is a nice one. That's so great. in the uh, in the first dark room in Hyrule Castle, so behind the throne, after mm -hmm. you go right in that little side area that you have to go to to go down uh, up the stairs, there's a pot there. What's in it? 
The Hyrule Castle after the throne in the first dark room. Uh, I'm gonna say a heart. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a heart. Yay. I figured that one you can kind of logic your way through it because there's no way it's a bomb because we would get that every single time mm -hmm. going through escape, right? Um, so it's, it's got to be either magic or heart. And even magic probably people would talk about and get because you could maybe, you know, get like an ammo refill. Yeah. So, yeah, a heart right there. Not super helpful, but it's, it's there if you need it. So keep that in mind. Um, let's see. We're just about finished up. Just a couple more here. Um, the room before Moldorm 2 in Ganon's Tower. The skull on the bottom right of that. Full What's magic. That's a full magic. That's a really important full magic, too. You got it? Yeah, that's Is a that good all one. of them? Uh, let's see. I think that might be... Oh, no, okay. All right, here we go. This is a good one. <laughs> turtle, the Turtle Rock, the very first room in Turtle Rock. The skull, not on the left side, but the one on the right. A bomb, I think. That's right. Yeah, it's got a bomb. Nice. Very, very good. Perfect. We're doing better at this than I thought we would. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Alright, here's the last one. Um, there are two purple bushes in East Dark World Death Mountain. And they both have the same thing under them. Oh, God. Um, like that bottom area yeah. where you like okay, pick so up me, the... Let me think yeah. this through. It's, it's not a bomb, because if it was a bomb, people would use that to refill their bombs, and I'd never see anybody get it. It's probably not magic either for the same reason, so I'm going heart. I'm sorry, that's incorrect, Herf. Can you tell me the location again? I'm not sure I'm imagining the right place. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, Dark, uh, sorry, Death Mountain, after you hookshot over to get to East Death Mountain, uh -huh. and then you go down and you pick up the rock there and go to Dark World, mm -hmm. it's that screen right there. There's mm -hmm. two purple bushes on that screen. Okay, and they both have the same thing under them? Mm-hmm. Maxiel said heart, right? I said yeah. heart, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with bombs. That's correct. Yeah, it's bombs. Wow. Now, to, to be fair, I think that's another one of those situations like South Grove where it's like a 50 percenter or something like that. Oh, but okay. Yeah, I would definitely, after I learned that, I'm like, I'm thinking I'm going to go check that out from now on, you know. I'm, especially I'm going with to check that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BRB, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, and then I, I had one more. This is, this is going to be worth two in the event of like a tiebreaker or something, but I'll just kind of throw this out there. So the in Ice Palace, the room immediately to the right of the room with the big key door. Um, this is the one with the fire bar and the anti fairy and the mm -hmm. like black wall. Eight million, guys, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pots. there's yeah, there's sixteen skulls in that room, and uh, there's hearts under some of the skulls. How many do you think of of those skulls have hearts under them? Guaranteed six. Uh, I know. I think there's four and like one in each corner, and then I think six is a pretty good guess. I'm gonna go with five. It's five. Woo! Wow. Nice. Very good. Yeah, there's 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 five of them in there. I gotta remember that for now. I've in desperation, I've picked up every single skull because I've got like half a heart left, and I'm in Ice Palace, and I desperately don't want to die. But yeah, and that is pretty much all the back corners, like you said. And then there's one, I think it's like the top left one has a heart, mm -hmm. I, I believe. So, mm. 
Yeah. So yeah, nice job, guys. You, yeah, I thought you did pretty pretty dang good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying uh, this quiz show. It's uh, yeah. you know what they should make this a, a game. You know, they got archery game, you got chest game, digging game. They should have you know quiz bowl, quiz game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah could you like a uh, Grunty's Revenge kind of thing exactly. where it's like a game inside the game yeah. you gotta pick a multiple choice. <laughs> That's good Grunty voice. Um cool, okay. Well that is it for the quizzes, but it's not it for the questions because as I mentioned in the last episode, we got a few emails and I wanted to take a moment to read over those right now. So let me just pull that up here. Do a quick re, uh, refresh, make sure there's no extra questions. Okay, no. All right, so the first one we got, this was sent in actually from gomodepodcast.com, the contact form. It was sent in by Will Matheson, which sounds like a cowboy name to me, which I like. Um, but it might just be because I'm playing so much RDR2 these days. Uh, Will asks, why do so many people not like the red slash magical boomerang? Ugh. Blue one doesn't fly as far and doesn't sparkle. Is it just because it's faster to use? So, so Will, those people are wrong. The red slash magical <laughs> boomerang is the best item in the game. And oh, I'm not gosh. even being facetious. Like, it really is. It, uh, mm. it lets you hit all Gross. those faraway switches. It looks really cool. It sparkles. So it's like the pretty princess of boomerangs. Um, everyone should pick it up all the time. In fact, I, uh, I think we should ask Vitorp to make it required, uh, because it's so wonderful. So, like, you're, you're on Ganon, you do your final, you know, silver arrow shot or, or master sword slash, you know, spin slash or whatever you gotta do, and then he falls to the ground and he goes, oh, I'm almost dead, I just need to be hit by the one magic item, and then you pull out your magic boomerang and you hit him with it? Yes. Okay. In fact, that should be a whole CGI cutscene that they add to the game. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to be able to fit that onto the game cartridge. I, I don't okay. know, man. They're really good programmers. <laughs> well, yeah. so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot straight with you. The red boomerang is more useful in that it flies farther, but the reason that it is very widely disliked is actually because of those sparkles. Um, it, it's going to slow the game down. Yeah, it, it causes uh, some it, lag. It causes lag. Yeah, so those sparkles, while they look cool, they adds extra elements to the screen, essentially, and it's more processing power for the game to handle. And in some cases, I mean, you'll see it's the same thing with the blue cane. Things start to slow to a crawl. And, uh, you know, in a game like Rando, where we're all trying to race each other so often, as, as we so often are, that's simply unacceptable for a lot of runners. And it's not something they have to have or need, so they would just as soon completely ignore it when they find it. I know that wasn't wasn't a very funny answer, but it's it's the truth. So. Yeah, no, I, I I gave the funny answer, but the true answer, yeah. um, is is also very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question though. I mean, I I like the red the red boomerang too. I find it has a lot of practicality. There's a couple spots in Ganon's Tower where I like to use it to hit some of those crystal switches. Um, just you know, early tactic that I picked up and it works for me, so I usually tend to use it. I know there's other ways to do it, but. Um, yeah, for, for like those high, you know, top, top tier runners, then they're looking to shave every single, you know, mm-hmm. half of a second that they can. And that's, that's just another way to do it. So, um, right. excellent question though. Thanks so much for, for, uh, right, reaching out to us. Um, next up we have, uh, Febreze Ninja. 
Uh, Fabrice Ninja, a fan of the show, writes in and says, Fan of the podcast, and you seemed like you wanted some emails, so I put on my pedant hat. That's what we asked for, so no problems there. Number one, please mention how easy it is to softlock if you do the Hera coffee break wrong, touching two pegs. So let's stop right here and address that. Get can one of you guys describe what he's talking about? I've actually never sure. seen anybody do this, to be I, honest. I haven't so. either. Yeah, but, it's, uh, I can take this one. It's um, okay. If you stand in the wrong spot, there's a couple of pixels, which are surprisingly easy to get to, where you basically hit or stand on both packs where they kind of touch diagonally. Uh, you soft-lug yourself in that you can't move anymore. You can't get off of them because you can't move to the left or the right because you're standing on the peg that's on top of, like, from on the top of you. And you can't move up or down because you're standing on the peg that's to the right of you. And so they block each other, and you block yourself in, and the only way to get out is to mirror if you happen to have the mirror, or uh, you have to save and quit. All right. Oh. I'm glad that's never happened to me. I me think that'd be yeah. pretty salty. That's, yeah. That's really good. So everybody be careful of that. Um, and thank you, Fabrice Ninja, for bringing that to our attention, raising awareness over that. Fabrice Ninja goes on to say number two. While it's implied by East Dark World access, please mention the third reason for doing Aga 1, which is Hammer on Pyramid Ferry. Uh, the fourth reason, and then we, we don't normally mention this, but I, I guess it's worth mentioning. If you're playing all dungeons, um, you know, obviously Aga's, Aga 1 is required as a, you know, as a goal to, to defeat them if you're doing all dungeons. But let's go back to that Hammer on Pyramid Ferry. And this was actually something that Kern mentioned in their write-up that, that we published in the latest episode, too. Um, that is, it, it, like they said, technically we that it's covered by St. East Dark World, but it's sort of a specific kind of situation that does maybe bear some you know additional uh, consideration when you're looking at reasons you might need to do Aga 1. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And, and again, I would direct everyone to check out you know what Kern had sent us because it, it talks a lot more about that and the circumstances of that. And I don't want to retread that too much, but point taken, definitely worth mentioning. Um, and then the last uh, point, actually, there's two more things. One of the last points that Fabrice Ninja mentions, uh, and I think this is really interesting, and it goes along with what we were talking about before. Aga 1 odds actually vary by mode and sword scramble as well. So for V29 using the 25k data, which I guess is probably what you were talking about before, where they generate like 25,000 seeds and see what percentage of them, what's required, you know? Yep. Um, standard Uncle there's actually a 33.23% uh, chance. That's what we had talked about before. Um, but with standard random is actually a 26.8% chance. So if you're not doing Uncle Assured uh, and you're actually doing randomized swords, then it's 26.8. So I think we might have actually been kind of off the mark a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I forgot to say what I was looking off of was the standard Uncle V29 distribution um, but you're right, though. I guess if you if you change that up and you make it, um, well, not Uncle Assured, that's going to change your odds a bit. Yeah. So good looking out. Thanks. Thanks for letting us know about that. Standard random twenty six point eight. Open Uncle thirty three point oh seven. So it's like you were saying. I mean, that might as well be one and three because it's so close. But I do think it's interesting that it actually does come out a little bit different if you're playing open mode, and then open random. Uh, is 27.52%, kind of more similar to that standard random. So um, definitely good point, definitely point taken. Um, yeah, really interesting. 
And then uh, Febreze Ninja has a final question for us, which I'm really excited to post to the two of you. Um, in Kakariko, well first or blind's hut first? Discuss. Depends on where you're coming from, I'd say. Explain. Uh, if you're coming from the normal north route where you were in Lost Woods before, it would be kind of stupid to pass over Blind's Hut and dive into the well and then walk back to it. Maybe... Hmm. No, yeah, I think that's the answer I'm sticking with. And if I'm coming from the south, I could see going into the well first, because you want to leave out the top and go to Lost Woods, probably. Yes, yeah, so, uh, I... And the way I do it, coming from the south, I go well first, and then blinds hut. Um, coming from the north, I do blinds hut, and then well. Yeah, I guess I kind of do the same thing. Although, like you were saying, Herf, when I come from the south, sometimes I will end up going into blinds hut first, and then doing well. Not for any particular reason, just because they're both kind of equidistant at that point. Mm -hmm. But it probably would make sense to do well first, and then finish with blinds hut. In case you need to walk out, I don't know, maybe you want to go to like Lost Woods up there or something like that. If, if you truly are coming from the south, you probably haven't been there yet. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that's kind of, I'm good with that answer. Yeah, sounds good to me. Cool. All right. And then we have uh, Go Mode fan and favorite of ours, Unikitty, uh, educator of young people, spreading the good word of Rando to the youth of our world. Spreading uh, the bacon swords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spreading the, the bacon swords and the uh, the flippers all over. Um, and Unikitty wrote in to ask, Is the prize for freezing an enemy, then smashing it with the hammer, randomized in randomizer? It is a full magic jar in vanilla. I never see anyone do it in rando, and I wondered if it was more about the time needed to menu two items. I have seen moments where players had to reset for lack of magic, and I wondered why no one checks it. Your big fan, Unikitty. Have you guys heard anything about this? Because this is, I think this is an excellent question. I personally haven't, but I feel like if it was still a magic refill, we would see it more you often would, than would, zero times. Yeah, you yeah. would see that all the time. There's no, so either it was taken out completely or, yeah, I mean, if it is random, that's, that's really an interesting, like, you would think you would see people do that more often. Yeah, I think... I, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I think the same thing. Because I've never seen anyone do it, I would imagine it has to be. And if it isn't, then I need to remember that because that is pretty useful. I think yeah. two, two thoughts I have about this is... The first one is, when you're looking for magic, you might not have enough magic to even freeze an enemy, and that's why we're not seeing it. And the second thought is, I think, I'm only assuming this, I have like no data to back this up, but I'm assuming that the coding or the, the inner workings for this are the same as with any other drops, and that they're randomized into prize packs, or it's just the, the same, you know, randomization applied if it's a prize pack or not, but it'll just be something. Mm. I'll tell you what, I, I want to do some more research into this, and I'll probably edit in something right here, because I do think we owe it to our listeners to have an answer. I, I want to know. Um, maybe I could have you know researched it ahead of time, but I wanted to bring it to you guys you mm -hmm. know, as a nice, fresh question. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, and I'm, I'm going to look this up, and I'll, I'll uh, put an answer right here for you, and we'll, we'll resolve this. You know what that sound means. 
Tim here, got some knowledge for you. Decided to just reach out to VTorp, just go straight to the source. VTorp responded with a link to a wiki page on prize packs. That's pretty fitting. Um, it turns out Herf was pretty much right on with, with uh, what he had said. Uh, VTorp, in addition to that page, also included a short write-up, which I'm just going to go ahead and read in full. Uh, VTorp says, Freezing and smashing forces a 100% drop from prize pack 3, which in vanilla is the magic pack. Not always magic, but mostly magic and a rupee and heart for good measure. People don't generally check this in randomizer because we shuffle all the prize packs, and getting a 100% drop from a mixed up pack is not much different from just killing enemies hoping for a 50-50 most of the time. The best thing is to know where to get magic with consistency, like the Bonk Tree north of Kakariko Portal to Dark World, or the two small magics under pots in Uncle portion of sewers. So that was VTorp's answer. Thanks, VTorp. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, that was the answer. <laughs> it was that all along. Um, okay. BK Otter popped into the Discord this morning and asked, "Hey guys, just started listening to the podcast a few a few days ago, and I'm loving it. Thank you. I have just gotten into watching Randomizer. I was introduced to watching Dodes and Pooh's streams. Shout out to both of them. I'm a big fan of both." I'd love to start running seeds, but unfortunately, as a new father and working 40 hours a week, it is fairly difficult to find the time. I've enjoyed trying out C3R, but I want to finally get my feet wet with the real thing. Any advice getting into ALTTPR for someone who has very limited time? Yeah, so uh, so I did respond somewhat in the, the chat, but again, for those who uh, weren't there, um, I think, you know, I myself am about a seed a week if I'm lucky. And uh, a lot of people, uh, I saw Danity, Heat Train, were really recommending, um, you know, if you use Emo Tracker, there is a really great save load feature. So you can start a seed, save where you're at, you know, go on with your life and then load it back up. And uh, <clears throat> that can be a way that when you're getting started and instead of, you know, being somebody that's going, oh, I'm getting, you know, one, 120s, 130s, 140s, you know, being like three hours, four hours, it's a little easier if you chunk it up and then you know as you start playing more and more suddenly your times will be closer to that where you know maybe you've got enough time in your life to get that that two hour two and a half hour block but uh yeah so that's that's one thing i recommend is you know you don't have to sit down and commit to doing it all at once and uh, you don't have to you know try to get the best time ever right out the gate it everybody who has been playing and the top players have been playing for years so, um, you know, just, just completing a seed for your very first time is still an accomplishment and uh, something that you can use to b start building up your rando knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Herf. What, what do you think? Uh, I was just going to say I, I absolutely agree with all of that. And I really do think that the most important thing to, to realize is that it seems daunting at first, even if you played the vanilla game in the past and you really like it and everything. You, you'll definitely run into things that you've never seen before or that you had no idea about or that are rando specific sometimes even. But I think really the most important aspect of everything that Axial said is don't start out playing for time. Maybe don't even bother using like life split or an external timer or anything. Just go by the in-game time if you really have to know how long it took you. Just play it to learn, play it to experience how it is and 
slowly but surely you'll notice improvements and at first those improvements will be pretty big like you'll shave off hours sometimes you know your first seat will take you like eight or nine hours and then your next seat will take you like four and then you know it starts getting better you start remembering things more clearly and where to go and how to route things together it just comes with time and even if you only only manage a seat every week or every two weeks don't you know don't worry about it it'll get better and you'll get into it if you really enjoy it yeah absolutely there was there was something we had mentioned this a couple episodes ago in our um episode where you know where we talked about battling tilt and burnout uh and p train uh, mentioned this again in in the conversation today in the discord uh listener p train says um i think randomizer can be overly intimidating because it was birthed in the race scene and i i agree with that um i think a lot of people's exposure to it is first seeing these races and so everybody thinks they have to go as fast as possible but that's not always feasible to do every single time you play the game and also you know how are you going to get better if you're just always zooming by everything you know maybe you take some time maybe you nail the ice palace bomb jump but maybe you fall down the pit and try it again you know like there's no you can do that if you want to it's a you know you're free to do whatever you want with this game so i i think the most important thing is to really focus on just having fun with it and doing it on your own terms and not trying to feel like you need to be a speed runner racing it right off the bat and then another thing that was mentioned in that conversation that i absolutely would recommend for anyone who wants to play even if you're someone who races you know and, and is competitive use an item tracker don't I, I think some people might think that they're above it you're not above it you should use an item tracker unless you are just absolutely positive you know the entire map you know like the back of your hand there are a lot of trackers out there specifically that will if you tell it what item you have it will actually show you a map of light and dark world hyrule and tell you what you can and can't check based on the items that you have so you don't even have to really think about it it'll if you see a green dot on your map and you're near it just go to it it's that's an item so highly recommend that especially for new players looking to get into the game and we'll put some links to, you know, we mentioned Emo Tracker is one. There's one that uh, Axe and I both like called Stumpy that I think we've mentioned in the past. So I'll put some links to some of those in the description as well. But definitely recommend checking checking those out. Yep. Yep. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, thank you so much to uh, BK Otter for that question. Really great question. And, and thanks for joining the Discord. And, and thanks for listening. Uh, I have a question for you guys. It's something that I thought about today, and I, I thought maybe we could sort of have this be the final question that we talk about. Are you guys ready? Yeah. So, as we all know, we're all Zelda fans here. There's three parts of the Triforce. There's power, courage, and wisdom. I couldn't help but notice there's three of us as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, what do you, so what do you guys think? Who's who? I think mine's easy because I'm the oldest, as far as I'm aware anyways, so mine's clearly wisdom. I'm also the smartest, but that's besides the point. <laughs> no, I, that's actually funny you say that, because that's the only one I feel confident in. Like, I think you're definitely wisdom, and yeah, Max and I, I, I don't know. I, I was going to yeah. say, too, that I think Kerf is wisdom. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that all figured out. So, yep. okay. So you guys mm. figure out the rest, now that okay. I'm done with. <laughs> I don't know. Temp, you is the... Uh, the original person that had the idea that's pretty courageous so i'm gonna yeah. give you courage you're the hero of hyrule okay yeah that, i mean that means i'm yeah. ganon <laughs> yeah you're ganon definitely <laughs> i would say you definitely exhibit you have a very powerful voice for yeah sure. i don't think anybody <laughs> I think, would argue that mm -hmm. i think that's that's good i'm good with that 
Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's it's it's canon. That's uh, <laughs> that's how it that, is. That's just part of it all now. Yeah. So there you go, everybody. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, that about wraps it up. I had one more thing that I wanted to say to all of our listeners, and actually say to Axial and and Herf. Um, I mentioned to you this was going to be coming up, but you didn't know that it was necessarily today. But I wanted to officially announce that uh, as of today, we're, we're recording this November 7th, 2018. Go Mode Podcast has surpassed 5,000 listens. Woo! Oh, wow. Nice. 5,000. 5,000, man. That's a lot of listens. That's a lot of humans listening to us. So uh, thank you, everybody. Yeah, literally, like... When we first started this, you know, we'd have maybe three or four people listen a day. And even that, like, to imagine somebody sitting down and listening to us talk about this video game, just, like, that blows my mind, let alone, you know, however many people per day that we have now. So um, thank you guys so much for giving us this opportunity to do this. We're going to keep doing this as long as you're going to keep listening. So hopefully for for a good little while. Um, And, yeah, I'm just – I have so much fun doing this with you guys, and I'm – Looking forward to doing more. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good time for sure. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot, and I hope we don't uh, disappoint you guys or, you know, get too many things wrong. We're not perfect either, but I think we're doing a pretty good job. And if we're doing we, our best. And if we do get it wrong, I hope you guys write in and tell us what big dummies we are and uh, give us a chance to correct the record and have something more to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a perfect transition. If you do want to write in, uh, if you want to ask us a question like uh, some of the fine folks who wrote in this episode have done, you can do so by emailing us at email at gomodepodcast.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter uh, at gomodepodcast and join our Discord. Uh, We'll put a link to that in the description. Pop on in, say hey. Um, If you want to just lurk, that's fine. If you have a question for us, you can come in and, and ask it. Um, I already told you about ways you can reach out to us, but uh, Axe, how can somebody specifically get to you? Yeah, so the best way to get in touch with me is through our Go Mode Podcast Discord, of course. Uh, You can also find me on Twitch when I'm playing. I'll be SA underscore Axial. Excellent. What about you, HD? Well, uh, for me, it's pretty much the same. Uh, You can also find me on our wonderful podcast Discord that I encourage everyone to join as soon as they can. And if you want to watch me embarrass myself some more, live on stream, feel free to drop <laughs> in at uh, twitch.tv slash herfydurfy. All right. And I'm at uh, twitch.tv slash timp underscore. And uh, honestly, the Twitter is probably the fastest way to catch my eye. Either that or the Discord. Um, you know, if you've just got something general for me, you can also shoot me a DM. So um, great. Well, hey, guys, this was a fun one. I had a lot of fun uh, answering questions and doing trivia and, and all that with you guys. Me yeah, too. I think uh, this definitely beats out talking about pod. Pod. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Well, uh, thank you to everyone out there for tuning in again. And we will see you next time. It's time for us to mirror out. <laughs> <laughs>